0: Visit redbarninc.com to save a dollar on Red Barn grain-free canned food.
1: Blog Talk Radio.
2: Oh my God, it's September 10th, how do we even get here, you guys? We'll figure that out later tonight within the show. Anyway, this is Boy Crazy Radio, I am your host, my name is Alexi Wasser, and just to quickly fucking explain uh, what Boy Crazy Radio is in a nutshell, well, Boy Crazy Radio is basically a call-in advice show for anyone and everyone out there, yes, even you, you pathetic loser, just kidding, I didn't mean it, maybe I did, depends on who you are, whatever, it doesn't matter. This place, this, this, you know, that, that resides in the deep vortex that is the Internet, should be considered your new home away from home, all right? And just to, to get further into the, uh, the explanation or, or details as to, as to who should be listening to this show or, you know, who might belong or whatever, uh, are any of you guys out there sad perhaps, lonely, gay, straight, bisexual, newly single, maybe a cutter? Uh, A shit-talking asshole? Uh, A total high school nerd who grips the straps of your dorky Jansport backpack that's covered in whiteout and passes for bad bands that you bought at Hot Topic uh, way too tight? Are you sitting in the middle of your shitty little bedroom just binge eating and picking at your face? Well, cut
3: the fuck out. I've done that too. In
2: fact, I may or may not have been doing that 30 minutes ago. It's not a good look. It just makes you all pockmarked and gross. And then who's going to love you then? I'm sure somebody. We'll talk about that too. Are you looking for love? Answers? Maybe some guidance, direction, or just hoping to feel a little bit less alone? Are you experiencing shame spiral? Is that stupid, desperate thing you did at that party last weekend? Ugh, join the club! Are all of your friends total assholes who talk shit behind your back and then smile and act nice to your face? Yeah, get used to it. It's called real life. It never ends. It's horrible. It's what a way to not feel safe. Ugh, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll even talk about that, too. Uh, is the guy or girl? that you like, not responding to uh, all of the text messages you sent to them without getting a reply back from them, Uh, all of your Facebook pokes, if people still even do that, all your retweets or your Instagram likes, is your dad cheating on your mom with you?
3: Holy fucking shit. Do you need a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face in the form of a
2: podcast? trying to masquerade as a legitimate radio show, even though podcasts of the future and actually quite punk rock. How dare you? Anyway, if you must know, uh, well then this is your lucky day because that, that is what boy crazy radio is. Those are the people that boy crazy radio is here to serve. All right. So let me, Alexi, Celine Wasser. Yeah, now you know it. That's my full name. Be the shoulder that you cry on because all I want to do every single week, every Wednesday, 98 PM civic standard time only, uh, all I want to do is just be the big sister that you never even knew that you needed or wanted. And maybe to, like, your friends who come over, like your, you know, friends from school, maybe I can be, like, the cool big sister that all your your, your guy friends, uh, pimply, pockmarked guy friends, think of while they're jerking off. You know what I mean? Like, you walk past uh, like, let's say you go over to your friend. Oh, God, this is already going down uh, a downward spiral. Whatever. I'm going to finish it up. You know how, like, when you're in high school – and uh, you go over to your friend's house, and they have, like, a cool, cute, older brother or sister or whatever you're attracted to, and, like, you walk past their room, because they don't want to have anything to do with you because you're a total dork and you're way younger than them or whatever, but the doors open just a bit. You manage to peek in and see that big sister or big brother undressing, and then you have this image to fucking touch your privates to and have an orgasm to before you go to bed. Well, I want to be that person to you guys, too. I would like to be that cool older person. Anyway that's neither here nor there tonight is an amazing exciting night because i have a special guest his name is kevin christie so i need you to pick up your smartphones and call me and kevin at 646-378-0649 that's the number once again it's 646-378-0649 uh, you can also tweet us your questions at i'm boy crazy if you're too much of a pussy to call into the actual show and um Kevin Christie, I'm going to patch him in right now. He is an actor, an artist, a comedian. Uh, he's a multi-hyphenate. All right, I'm patching him in. Kevin, Kevin, are you there? Yeah, can you hear me? I can totally hear you. Are you already regretting doing the show based on that topsy-turvy intro?
4: No, I've always liked your intros. I'm always a fan of the number of words. <laughs> I find myself wondering how much it you wrote down versus just felt in the moment.
3: Uh, tonight, tonight, I
2: was trying to impress you because you're a comedian. So I thought I'm just gonna wing it and I'm gonna throw in some extra things. And I really want to sound off the cuff. Um, so yeah, I, was I, like would, I
4: wish I, I really, I honestly wish I could like buy 10% of your energy for life. <laughs> like I would be super better off.
3: Oh, I'm totally
2: faking right now, but we'll talk, <laughs> talk you about that down down later. I, I wish I was. I'm like I was like, Oh my god, how am I gonna do this? I don't know, I'm feeling a lot of feelings. I have to bring it for Kevin tonight. I don't know if I can do this. So this is just like <laughs> pure this is just like adrenaline and fear of, you know, not being liked or something. So I'm just trying to have as much energy as possible. How are you?
5: I'm
4: good. I'm really good. Yeah, I'm good.
2: Okay. So I've got a few questions just to get us, get us warmed up, all right? So this is okay. for my demographic. This is just for the, the demo that I'm dealing with here, which I imagine is like girls who wear American apparel and whatever. Um, okay. Hello, so so, oh, good. Uh, Who are you wearing?
4: What I'm, I'm wearing a black T-shirt by the, a company called Everlane. I'm wearing what? narrow... Everlane's really great. They're like a good, old, they're they're inexpensive. They're made here in L.A. and they they make a good black T-shirt that looks just a little faded, so it's not like that super super dark black that doesn't match anything else in your life. And then uh, a pair of black Levi's, I guess chino pants, and white Keep sneakers.
2: Oh my God! Hold on, I got th- I got a sound machine from Target. Here's the uh, applause button. Oh God, it goes on forever. I, I
4: have that. sound machine. You do? Yeah, I got it as a gift. It's good. It's got like what, like like a bunch of choices on it.
2: It has a bunch of choices, but the thing is, for a moment when I bought it, I think I was like, I wasn't. I don't want to say suicidal, because I'm such a role model or whatever. But anyway, okay. So I bought it, and I was a really, I was, I was in a really bad mood at Target. I was waiting for a prescription to be filled, which is none of your business. There's a prescription I needed to get. Okay. So then I, and I, I had some time to kill. I found the sound machine, and then I, it just brought me so much joy. I started bringing it everywhere. Like I take it to Starbucks, and you know, yeah. the, barista would, the barista would say something, and then I'd just be like, oh, "I don't know." <laughs> and, <laughs> and and I thought, "Oh wow, this brings joy to other people too. This is cool." And then I have it in my purse, but it also has like bodily function sounds. Yes, and, it does. Uh, So like that was like I have so much shame attached to the bodily functions because I feel like I'm a woman like we're not supposed to be gross because we're not or whatever. But then, but then I'd be like you know talking to some cute guy or something somewhere and I move the wrong way like I like I I I I shift my hip into my purse or something and then all of a sudden like some horrible bodily function sound would happen. So I, I I reserve the sound machine just for boy crazy radio now. So I happen. have
4: the same shame around bodily function noises, so I don't think it's female exclusive.
3: Well, yeah, you know what? I, I, yeah, yeah. okay.
2: So I was going to say my my boyfriend has the same shame, but I don't know what's happening with our relationship because I feel like he's not he's not talking to me now, so it's in limbo. But I don't even I don't want to talk about it, Kevin. I don't want. Okay, <laughs> I,
4: I didn't even I, really I didn't. Okay. What I'll say okay. is this: I have never, I've never once in my life. Farted in front of a girlfriend, and I plan on I never doing it ever.
3: I can't believe you can even. I can't even say the f word.
4: Oh no, I felt bad saying it. <laughs> I never tweet it. I rarely tweet it. I hate it. I I just. I think it's like I hate. I hate that it's become like acceptable and like okay and funny. I think it's gross. Like I just. I think why? Why would you do that to someone you love? <laughs>
1: if you could help it if you're
4: trapped if you're like trapped and you're sick or something like why would you do that to them you love them
2: i know i'm I'm still getting over the fact that like i must be even sicker than you or more shameful because i can't even say the word and not only did you say the word to me but you said it on a thing that's recorded that will be available on itunes like i can't even believe you said (laughs) it but whatever Um, yeah 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 here's another thing here's what. oh god this is really embarrassing i i like even if I'm just with a friend or if it's a guy or a girl, usually a guy because I'm more shy in front of men, like about this kind of stuff, because I have this idea of what women are supposed to be or whatever. Um, If my stomach growls, I'll be like, I'll be like, that was was my stomach. But the worst thing is I shouldn't say anything because then it draws attention to the sound I made and then they're thinking, well, what else would it have been? Monster, you know what I mean?
4: Yeah, no, the body is a... It's like a, it's like an embarrassment factory. A lot of the time. Oh
3: God. It's um, rough. Jeez, the
2: phone lines are lighting up. It's just so exciting. Everybody wants a piece of you. Now, what? Do you, okay, so let me get this. This is, uh, this is what's going on for you now. You're on Masters of Sex. This is. I, think, yeah. I know people. Many girls must have crushes on you. Tell me, tell me about your character that you play on Masters of Sex.
4: Uh, I play a character named Lester Linden. He is the archivist of the study that's going on that masters and Johnson are conducting. That's a a study that was uh, integral in discovering a lot of the physiology of of human sexuality. They unlocked a lot of stuff that previously was undiscovered, especially in the realm of women's sexuality. And I play the guy I my job is to film the experiments, which is people masturbating or having sex or things like that.
2: Are you loving this experience?
4: Yeah, it's the be- honestly, it's, I could not, it's the best job I've ever had. I could not be, I couldn't be more excited to, uh, like, I I kind of don't, I can't believe I got to be like so. Oh, my God. I,
2: know, I think yeah. other people think it's awesome because phone lines are, that's what they say in showbiz, say the phone lines are uh, are heating up or something. <laughs> the phone yeah. lines
1: are lighting up.
2: <laughs> the phone lines are lighting up. Um. Okay, well, I have all these other questions for you. Uh, I want to know about uh, if you're single. I want to know what your astrological sign is. I want to know. About your thoughts and feelings about lots of different stuff but first since this is a call-in as I show i'm going to take phone calls and then we'll get back to that but you know start thinking yeah. about those answers because they're hard hitters okay uh area code 804 you've been on hold for a long time say hi to kevin
3: hi kevin hey how are you good well, tell us,
1: everybody
3: who's calling in,
2: uh, I want you to all begin when you get through by telling us what your name is, how old you are, where you're calling from, and then get into your problem. So, hello, what's okay. your name? Hi, my name's Lulu. I'm from Richmond, Virginia. I just turned 23 last week,
3: um, and I just had a quick, well, I don't know, just really quickly, Pretty much, like, I have been single for the longest time. After, like, my ex, I declared just being single for the rest of my life. And now, five years later, like, I want to date again. And, like, within this five years, like, I've gained some weight and just, like, you know, everything that comes with that. And it's hard now. And pretty much
2: I just don't know, like, where to begin. I don't know. I feel lost. And there's a like and we just had like an awkward trip to like DC and it just was weird and i still really like him and i just kind of i don't know what to do i don't know like what direction to take at all so want me to give me your advice
4: i have been single for a while and i think uh-huh. that when you've been single for a while it's first of all focus mostly on yourself and you know you said you mentioned that you're not super stoked on on how you look right now like yeah focusing on your health is a great place to start and like it'll make you feel better about yourself and be, and the better, you, the better you feel about yourself, the more fun you'll be to be around. And I think what I have a tendency to do when I'm single for a long time is you focus way too hard on like one person at a time where you're like, Oh, this mm-hmm. is going to be the person. Cause you've been, it, you haven't met anyone in a long time. So you kind of turn, a person that maybe you aren't even that really fired up about and through like the end all be all because, you know, you just haven't been out there in a while. I think it's about like meeting lots of people and not even on some like date date level, just like going out and meeting lots of people, kind of making your world bigger because you'll meet, you'll meet a lot of people that maybe you'll go on like one date with and like it may not, you may not have a ton of chemistry, but then you can become like actual friends with them and you meet, their friends and their other friends and it just kind of opens up your world. I think when you've been single a long time, it's hard to just be even like normally social. And yes. and like I I just think like we put like I know I put too much pressure on like if I decide I like somebody, I put way too much pressure on it. I like overthink it. And you know, if you just have like an awkward weekend with someone, like don't turn it into like a you don't don't think about it. Let's like one awkward weekend and there's like a bajillion people out there and it doesn't people forget like if one person liked you other people like you like other people will like you there's no like oh god maybe that was the only one just like <laughs> kind of like open up your world and like meet a bunch of people uh, like meet boys and girls and they'll meet like just go out there and like meet humans you'll be surprised at how quickly you come in contact with people you may like and in and i think during that The more you're focusing on yourself and improving yourself and, like, making yourself happy, you'll be a, like, fun person to be around. Like, a lot of people, I think, make the mistake of, like, focusing on on saying, like, I'm so single and I want to meet people. Like, that's not not super fun to be, like, hang out with. It's more fun to just be like, yeah, I'm doing these things and I'm excited about this stuff and I'm happy. People want to be around happy people.
2: That's so true. Oh, God, but you've been single for a while too, right? You said five years?
3: Yeah, five years. Five years. So, and I'm, like, no. yeah. I know. Mean, I'm just, like, so I am really ready,
2: and I am, he, like, he's so right. I am focused on this one person that's, like, do or die.
3: But um, but I'm not even sure that I really like. I just want to like him. So that just made totally. so much sense. That just I almost so legit
4: direct, I almost direct messaged someone, like, two days ago that I've never even met, that, I've, that I just, like, decided for, like, four hours had to become someone I was dating for no reason, I just like went into a spiral and was like, No, I have to make this person like me and it it was such a waste of time like just oh, God. you it's, know
2: it's so easy to do that too with the internet where you're like I've I, usually look at everybody's you know you look at every single one of their photos on Instagram, oh, yeah, you, you can
4: lurk it. forever i looked at I looked yeah. at all the people she faves and her Instagram I tried to determine all these things. It was the dumbest
3: oh my goodness um, that's
2: actually Oh, wait, so you, okay, so why was this, I just just want to, I'm going to get to the other calls, but I just want to know, why was this weekend awkward, and why don't you know if you like him? And by the way, definitely hear yourself say, I don't even know if I like him, and like, start thinking. For real, like,
4: don't forget that. Don't forget that's so important, that when you're like, if he's not giving you what you want, you don't really even know if you like him.
2: Okay. And also, start Um, start thinking, start using the phrase in your head, uh, dazzle me, asshole, that's what I think, where you start to think, like, you know, because so often, so often I'll be like, i gotta, I got to be smart and witty and this guy has to like me. I've got to look cute. I've got to fit in my jeans. I've yeah. got to, like, you know, poke at every <laughs> interval or just, like, really have something to offer. And then I realize that the guy I've been really stressing out over is a complete, like, inept bonehead, and I'm like, who is this loser? You know what I mean? So just start thinking, <laughs> yeah. what does this person bring to the table? Because, you know, they should be so lucky to be with you um yeah and why was it awkward i just want a funny sound bite as to why what happened That oh, was so awkward did you guys have it sex was did something wrong?
3: we okay we i i asked him to go to this um art show in dc with me and he was like yeah let's do it you know really excited and stuff and then i just got really high out of my mind and like way too high and i was just really <laughs> weird and awkward <laughs> yeah.
2: and it was, just, it was just and I and I turned around like we were right in DC and I was just like I want to go back home now and I just like turned the car around and it was just like the weirdest thing ever and but you know what he's attractive he's smart he's like amazing on paper he's like really artsy and like open minded like he's everything I want yeah. on paper I just don't really know his like personality oh okay well, let's take away let's take away a few things to learn and then I'll I'm going to go to the next phone call but here's something you can learn from that shitty experience. That wasn't your favorite life experience. You can learn, maybe I should, uh, you know, stop smoking pot for a moment. You know, like maybe, I should just, maybe that could freak me out, especially on a date with a guy that I really like, you know. So yeah. maybe take a moment from the pot or just do that on your own or something. Uh, uh-huh. And then, yeah, and also just practice. I mean, Kevin already said this, but, but just practice letting, letting this go and not taking this weird experience making it so serious, because you, you're definitely going to have more weird experiences in your life. So if you can start practicing, like, letting it go quicker and not spiraling for, like, you know, a week or two weeks and being like, oh, God, I'm picking at your face and freaking out, it'll be <laughs> so much less painful for your soul. But um, anyway, I'm going to take another call. I, I hope we help you. Like, Wait, before somehow, before, before you take another call, I just want to say I just, like, figured you out today. Um, I read a book, and you were in it, and you're amazing. I, I've been on your blog all day, and you're amazing. That's it. <laughs>
3: Um, oh, me? What's up? Um, girl boss, I actually tweeted to you today, and you favorited my tweet. I favorited your tweet, Then what do you have to worry about? You're out of your mind. Everything's going your way. Okay, this is so great.
2: Thank you for calling. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my God, so you're single. This is exciting. I already knew that, but I'm just pretending I'm excited about it.
1: <laughs> you're like so.
2: Anyways,
4: <laughs> you're single? Question mark. We know this huh? already.
2: By by the way, that's kind of like how our friendship started, right? Where it's like you were nearly, you were becoming, you were becoming single. I was a professional at being single, right?
1: Right. Yeah.
2: And and so like, I don't know how this happened. Oh yeah, I ran into Kevin at some uh, work thing or whatever. I ran into him. He said he read my blog or he'd seen it or whatever, and we said hello and that was nice. And then said I friend you on? twitter we did something social networking like or whatever and i think we started direct messaging and i said oh yeah we should hang out sometime and i was in this mind frame because i have a lot of male friends one in particular that is like my i don't even know if he's healthy for me but he's like for a moment he was my my single spirit guy and he was like my mentor and and i just had this outlook on life like a like a single guy or something where i too thought just meet everybody and make friends and yeah. make the world bigger, which is, which is not an evil thing, but that's great. But as a woman, when you act that way, you put up. Men aren't used to it, so they're like, "She's trying to fuck me. She already has a blog called I'm boycrazy.com. She's a whore," like, which is not right. the case. But anyway, um, yeah. And then Kevin and See, I, I, I didn't went out, went think, out I
4: didn't me. think you were trying to bone me at all.
2: Oh, okay. You said bone. I can't believe it. First you said the F word, now you say bone.
4: Well, I didn't want to say fuck.
2: That's true. I don't know what's worse, but you know what? You just be you. This is something I need to learn in relationships with guys I date and with my friends. I just gotta relax. Just like if you want to say bone, just say bone.
4: <laughs> I like also saying smash.
2: Smash. <laughs> you're like you're like
4: she, like she want to smash. That's funny. I like huh. that.
2: Wait, you're white, right? It's
4: good. Yeah, that's why it's sort of fun.
2: <laughs> okay, we're taking another call. Any? Oh no, but here's finish the story. We're. Uh... So yeah, so Kevin and I went on like, like a friend date thing, but yep. but that was like to you. I remember you telling me that that was like, even though it was like this like a friendly hangout and everything, it was kind of like one of your first hang sessions with a girl that wasn't your girlfriend in a way where you're like kind of single and it's like it was kind of like
3: a mock date for yeah. you or something. Yeah,
4: yeah. it was, to me. It was crazy. Like that felt like the craziest at the time. Why? Just because you were the first girl I hung out with since like my wife like that was so like hanging out with a, a girl that wasn't my long-term side piece was insane like that was it was insane like to be hanging out with a girl like an attractive girl who was like being nice to me and we were like having fun talking because you're a great talker we were like having in like interesting conversation like eating at a restaurant like that was, it felt like so insane it was like walking on the moon at that In in its context it was insane to me
2: Oh my God! Yeah, and you were married. Everybody, Kevin was married. He's listen. He has a dog. He's able to commit. He was married. Really smart. He owns a house. He actually works as an actor. Uh, I mean, the list gets longer and better and better every day. But yeah, um, oh yeah, and he's really stylish. He's got great taste in clothes, as we were trying to explain earlier, because he has like you loving Everlane is already like a really exciting thing to me. He wears white tennis shoes. I mean, it's
4: very hard to find a good black T-shirt really is.
2: I mean, listen to this guy. doesn't sound gay, has, but up great. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have some kind of weird effect. But whatever. Anyway, so uh, right. what the hell am I even saying? I prefer gay men. But um, all right. <laughs> oh, yeah. What was I saying?
3: Oh yeah. oh, yeah. So,
2: oh, God, there's so many things. My head's going to explode all these thoughts and feelings. I feel like you're a really thoughtful, considerate man who likes women, too. And, like, maybe you like your mom a lot.
4: I I do like women a lot. I have a lot of genuine female friends, and I was just actually saying this today to my we my, my friend and I went uh, shopping. My friend Dean Delray, and I was just saying how like I like being around women, even not when it's when I'm trying to like pursue them romantically. It's just they being around women gives you like a, just a, a different perspective on the world as opposed to just hanging around a bunch of dudes. Like it's just I don't know. It's a, I don't it's a more I just like it. I've always liked it. I've always had female friends, and I, I always, I just, didn't, I've always liked being around women and getting advice from women as far as, on on just life. Not even like on romantic things. Just like because their perspective is different, and I appreciate I appreciate that. I think it's like dumb to only have dude perspective, <laughs> some caveman shit.
3: Yeah. Well, did you? So you were
2: married for how long? Two years years and um and so when you were married you you never went out to dinner with your female friends that were good looking and talked about fun stuff or gone went to the movies or anything?
4: I mean I ne- I did sometimes like I would hang out with my friend Ashley sometimes but most time I spent with my wife, you know. Until it started yeah. to really really rupture. And then but no, yeah. yeah, no. But also you know I'm a bit of a recluse, like I'm not the most social person, so I spend I spend a lot of time by myself, and I was spending lots of time by myself then. Oh, but
2: now, not I feel like I feel like I'm, yeah, I'm. I'm. I spend a lot of time alone too. Because when I'm with people, I have this need where I feel like I've got to be. And that this is lesson due to therapy, thank God, or else I would like be exhausted all the time. But when I'm around people, I feel like I have to. I have to be um, entertaining somehow, or I've got to keep the momentum, or just like, or have a meaningful exchange somehow. But like now, I'm more used to. I'm okay with being quiet when I when I hang out with people. Like I can balance all that. Yeah, Um,
4: I've I've gotten better at that too. Where I don't I don't feel the need to like be entertaining or because that's I was almost that's like caretaking. Where like I gotta make sure they had a good time. Like they're totally fine. They can take care of themselves.
2: Totally. Wait. So and what's your astrological sign? Are you Pisces? Because you sound like Pisces.
4: I'm an Aquarius.
3: Oh, that's what I thought. That's what I am. God damn it!
4: Okay, but I was born premature, so I don't know what that, I feel like that should mean something.
3: Hmm, I don't know. I
4: feel what like there be should be a, a sense small. of, like, I wasn't supposed, I wasn't supposed to be born when I was, I was supposed to be, like, six weeks later, that would have made me probably a different time.
3: That would have made you a Pisces. Okay. There you go, see?
4: Knocking
3: them, knocking
2: them out of, of the park, as they say, or something? Anyway,
3: okay.
4: Oh. <laughs> You're not your home runs. <laughs>
2: Hitting home runs, left and right. Um, Okay, Uh, I'm going to take another phone call. Area code 216, you're on with me and Kevin Christie. Aren't you excited? What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from?
0: Uh, My name's Jonathan. I'm 26, and I'm calling from Cleveland in the middle of a tornado.
1: Cleveland, go Browns. Go Browns.
0: Oh, Oh, come on, man. You can't really support the Browns.
4: I have a Browns tattoo. Look it up on the Internet.
1: I I believe you. Are you
0: fighting? I really
1: do. Don't fight. Don't fight. No, no. But we're I got not, this,
4: I I do I do have a tattoo so I got defensive because it hurt really bad.
0: That's right. I'm a big Indians oh. fan, so it's right.
4: Yeah.
0: So I actually don't get me wrong, Alexi, I love you to death and you're perfect, but I need guy advice. So Dude advice. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna ask my bro over here for a second.
2: Well, listen. You guys already started with a fight, which means you're only gonna you're probably gonna bond and get closer because we start off fighting. By you're the way, have to get classic
4: bro start. That is a classic bro start. Classic bro start.
2: Yeah. Jonathan and Kevin. Hey, that, I'm gonna just step aside. You guys just you know take your dicks out and be you. Yeah, I'm,
0: we just metaphorically not tapped over the phone when we started fighting, it, so it's fine. Oh my God. For real. All right, well, actually, dude, I need your advice, and your advice you just gave that girl was awesome because it kind of fit my thing. But um, long story short, uh, dated a girl for a long time, broke up, kind of did the whole asexual thing for, like, nine months, ten months, I don't know, a while. Just started talking to a new girl, like, a week ago, Been like, planning a hangout, which is supposed to happen tomorrow. Texted her about it earlier, like, we've been texting all day, and then she never responded about, like, us hanging out tomorrow. And for some reason, I just got super bummed out. And I don't know why. Like Well I you, you got
4: where you feel rejected. You feel like she doesn't want to hang out with you and that hurts. I mean it literally it literally hurts. You you're right. You're not wrong in feeling that way. You know? Yeah. Like you were excited. That's the thing is when you haven't hung out with girls in a long time you get kind of too excited. And so right. then you get kind of disproportionately hurt in the same way. My I, I would suggest make yeah. other plans. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I mean, no one, yeah, no but. one respects men or women, a person that waits around for them. It's the, it's, it, it, it just speaks to like, not, not like on some, you don't want to like be like I'm in demand or whatever, but at the same time you don't, you don't want to be spending your life waiting around for someone who may or may not be as interested in you as they should be. Like, right. don't, you're just going to obsess if you hang out with them you're going to, you're going to like almost, at this point, if she does want to hang out with you, you're probably going to be a little like almost annoyed. You're like, oh, so, oh you, so you finally got back to me. We can hang out. So, like, it's, it's not, or you're going to be like too excited, like, oh, thank you so much. You gave me this gift of doing the thing you said you were going to do. Like, i <laughs> make other plans. And when she, and when she's like, hey, I thought we were going to hang out, you're like, yeah, me too, but I didn't hear from you. If you want to hang out, like, I'm not mad or anything, but if you want to hang out at the time, I'd be super excited to hang out with you but don't waiting around the last girl i tried to hang out with i was probably too available for or not i was and i i probably tried a little too hard in the beginning and it's not it's just i don't know it sucks that the beginning stages are about gamesmanship but they kind of are and it's not super attractive when you're just kind of like you're like hey whenever you whenever you need me, I'm here twenty four 7 Yeah,
0: well, can I well can I ask you um then because i I know guys are supposed to be like mysterious and cool and that's a total like douchebag thing, but um ah! i uh I tend to be a little overzealous most of the time, but I've been trying to move yeah. out a lot so how do how do you personally um because I can take this and make this my own, but how do you personally like step back and not like jump into it like jump a gun on it But how do you also not be like a sly asshole and be like, well, maybe we'll hang out like that. Cool slide, dick thing from TV or something. You know what I
4: mean? If you're if you feel yourself like saying something like that, like maybe we'll hang out that you don't really mean, like you don't mean that, you know? Like if you're like, or, or if you're trying to say anything that like feels like you're trying to punish them for a thing yeah. they did, that's that's where the mistake is. Like All just right, yeah. be honest with them. But and also a good a good thing that I, I the thing that I do now when I feel like I'm maybe going to try too hard or, or I, uh, I'm making myself too available, I just go hang out with my friends or call one of my friends or do stuff. And you, right. I always feel better afterwards. I'm like, God, I have tons of people that like me and want to be around me. I don't have to invest myself in these like one person at a time. It's silly. But yeah, if you feel yourself doing something to try to get a reaction out of them or punish right. them for like not liking you enough, that's where the kind of like dumb like nagging them, the game, treat them like shit. Stuff starts to happen. We're like, yeah, maybe yeah. we'll hang out. Which is a lie. You're totally lying. I kind of definitely like want to hang ago, out with so. them. Great. Yeah, just it, it, it's that stuff. It's the kind of passive aggressive stuff.
0: Right. Well, since I've taken your, or since you gave me the advice, uh Alexi, maybe we could maybe hang out sometime. Click. <laughs>
2: what? Are you asking me out <laughs> right
0: now? Before we have a bond, don't we? Right.
2: I don't even know... Who is this? What are you wearing? How tall are you? What's happening?
0: <laughs> uh, I'm not... I'm not. T- you're taller than me, I'm pretty sure. I'm five, what, 5'11"? Yeah. Oh, I'm
2: 5'11". Wait, Jonathan, you have a yeah. very nice voice. Do I know you?
0: Yeah, you followed me on Twitter for like a minute, and then I think I got boring, and you unfollowed me.
4: Is this huh. during the portion when, when Alexi followed 10,000 people? Mm, ah. Probably, I don't know.
0: I was you the guy I'm that not- had the Valentine's Day problems where the girl was talking to another guy but then, like, we still went on the Valentine's Day date, you probably don't remember oh, that.
2: Yeah, you yeah, know, I remember, and that's I told rough. you to, to dump her. I told you to dump her, right?
4: Yeah. I, yep. You
0: know
2: what I You do. know what
4: I do? I th- I think in terms of, like, what would I tell a friend of mine if he was going through this? Like, I, I'd right. take myself out of the equation. And it's like, what would I, if a friend of mine was like, yeah, I was supposed to hang out with this girl, and then she didn't text back, I'd be like, well, then, hey, don't text her anymore, and go do something right. else. All right, man. Yeah,
0: Thanks, thinks
2: it's you're <laughs> awesome. Well, here's the thing, though. Uh, it's funny you're even asking Kevin these questions because I'm the I'm the woman in the situation here. You should be asking me because <laughs> I can give you female advice. Meanwhile, you're asking, you know, divorced Kevin, who has no <laughs> <laughs> divorced <laughs> Kevin. You're, you're asking divorced Kevin questions that he's he's making up lies. He doesn't know. Don't what kick him what when he's he down. Does. I'm not, he's not down, he's on Masters of Sex on Showtime, ever heard of it? I have, so is everybody else, anyway, no, he's fine, he's great, I'm just fucking around because I felt ignored, but uh, uh, yeah, speak, I have a few things to say, first of all, um, I didn't even like how you pretend to ask me out on a date, I'm still, I'm still in, I'm in a relationship right now, but I don't know what's happening to that, but, um, but if I wasn't, that did sound a little passive aggressive, how you asked me out on a date, and uh, I think you should redo it, try it again. I, you I, I asked you before. Oh, you did? I asked you, like,
0: yeah, I asked you last time because I was like, hey, I'm coming out to L.A. in a week. We should go on a date. And you're like, "Haha, yes." And then, obviously, you okay. texted me back. So
2: Because I don't – I mean, first of all, would you really want to go on a date with some girl who was, like, go at, going out with guys that she didn't know who that, – that's scary. Like, my mom would be totally scared. That sounds crazy. We at least have to start like a Facebook rapport, have some mutual friends, and I've got to talk to your mutual friends on Facebook and be like, is murder?" Like, you know, even if if they are even real mutual friends, because I mean, sometimes you have mutual friends with people you don't even know who those mutual friends are. But uh, right. listen, I'm yeah,
4: men that. forget that women have to be genuinely concerned about murder. It's
2: true. <laughs> no, um, it's totally true. You, sound, it you is. sound totally lovely. Are you brunette? Uh, yes.
0: Yeah. I'm also Canadian, so I'm not, I mean, I'm obviously not a murderer,
4: so. All right. That's valid.
2: All right. See?
1: Um,
2: oh, here's, here's something that happened to me the other day, just on the note of being passive-aggressive. I was at some, I was in some, like, waiting room for, I'll just say it. I don't even want to say it. Oh, God. I was in a waiting room for something, and there were a bunch of people there. Yes, it was for commercial casting. I never talk about this shit on this Boy Crazy Radio Show, but there was <laughs> there was this, and there was this There was this dude there, and he looked like he was in some improv troupe or whatever, and he looked like he could have been at UCB, which seems like the coolest of the bunch because he had some kind of, like, hipster look to him, but he had really bad shoes on and socks that you could see outside of the shoe. It was just a mess. He looked like a dork. Anyway, I didn't care that he looked so much like a dork, but I started to pay attention to that after he got on my nerves. I was very quickly, because I have kind of an odd look, and I was at a callback for some weird thing. This is shit I never talk about. I never talk. It's so weird that I'm talking about it tonight with Kevin. But so I was at this callback for this commercial thing. Because I have kind of a, a weird, goofy face, that's how I think of myself, I was trying to put my hair in a side braid to appear like a girl next, next door or something. So I'm, right. playing with my, I'm playing with my hair. And this shaggy-haired, cubby, uh, badly-dressed dude that I hadn't judged until after he opened his mouth says to me, Oh, is that your thing? What's that all about? Uh, Playing play with your hair? Like, you like to play with your hair? Like, that's your, your thing.
1: Uh, like, you're like, uh,
2: mm.
3: Oh, dude! And
2: just for any guy listening, like, I don't, Jonathan, I feel like you would never do that, but you're kind of tiptoeing up to that vibe for a second when you're like, well, maybe we'll do oh, but, uh, I am just, just being saying, an
6: asshole.
3: I know, that's not cool. Don't be an asshole. You know what's totally cool now? It's just, like,
2: being genuine and, like, a kind person. I swear to God. Unless you're totally ugly, then you have to come up with some new plans. But, he sounds crazy. So, anyway, so this guy, well, maybe that's why he is negging a girl because he was, anyway, whatever. Um, but yeah, he came at me with this, and it annoyed me so much. And I, and I just looked at him, and I went, "Oh, that's your in with a girl. That's that's your thing.
1: <laughs>
2: like to, to neg girls." And he goes, "What do you mean? Sorry, like, no, like, you know, your hair looks really nice. I think your hair looks really nice." And I went, "I went, thanks. I I don't care if you." do or if you didn't you know it's,
3: I, don't, I don't really oh, care Jesus. and he was
2: and, he, and the whole waiting room looks over and I become this like massive cunty bitch or whatever but it's like I wanted to look at the girls and be like you know why I hate this guy now you know like and then the dude goes break a leg and I went thanks and then I walked out of the when I came out of the audition room I looked at him and I went like, hey sorry about that fight but I think we both learned some stuff but I still let like that guy like negging is so fucking unsexy because You don't need, like, if you're dealing with a cool girl, which I'm labeling myself as a cool girl or something, sorry, but uh, you don't need to be that way. It's just, like, so gross. It's such repulsive behavior. I can't stand it.
4: If you're dealing with someone with half a brain, they know exactly what you're doing, so you look dumb.
2: Totally. (laughs) Kevin would never do that.
4: No. Lex,
0: b- before you randomly hang up on me, I'm sorry, I just called you Lex, by the way. Um, I just mm-hmm. want to say really quick, I do love everything that you do. Um, you're a very like kind person. And there's not enough people left like you in the world. Kevin, thanks for the metaphor- uh, metaphorical nut tap on the phone. It was appreciated.
4: No problem, dude.
2: Yeah. I love it. Thank you, Jonathan. You're a sweetheart. Um, I do think that it still was a little past aggressive that he said, you know, you're going to randomly hang up on me. He could have. He almost learned, but whatever. Anyway, okay. Look I, think, you know, is... look,
4: I think he may have a legitimate crush on you and didn't know what to do with that energy in the moment.
2: He's trying to protect himself. I get it. He's trying to protect his heart, and I don't blame him because...
4: When you get first-hand personal contact with someone, you're, like, genuinely fired up about it. Things can get weird.
2: Things can get weird real fast. You know what's funny? Blood because starts going along...
4: to the wrong places. You get There was a thing. There actually was a... I read a thing... A study that men, when they are around a woman they find attractive, they get like it's something like ten percent dumber. Oh,
1: like that's Like they good. literally just
4: get dumber, where they're just like, Ugh. so like, like we really we legitimately get become a dumber person in that moment because we don't, you know, things start our our, our our levels start moving around in the wrong places.
2: Yeah, I feel like when I'm around the guy that I have a crush on or or whatever, I feel like I get uglier and fatter. All of a sudden,
1: yeah. I'm just like, what we're happened?
2: Um, we have two more phone calls that we're going to get to before we start jumping back into other things, um, and we have a letter to read from Russia, which I think is exciting. Um, oh, Hello. this is what I was going to say, because you said you were excited that it was like a big deal to go have dinner with like with a girl who wasn't your wife, and 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 I feel right. like I feel like I'm in the, like I'm in a long distance relationship, and I feel like most of what I do is like hang out with like my platonic male friends and have dinner and like. In a way I probably frame it like I am having no companionship. Like I have a friend, like even like I you know, it's not sexual, it's not romantic or whatever, but it's like so I feel like I do that all the time because I'm in this bizarre long distance relationship. I didn't think I'd be in. because yeah. I never thought I'd ever be in a long distance relationship. <laughs> but right. so that's bizarre. Um how do you I sometimes think,
4: think that like my I, I think my being friends with uh I think it's helped just give me a better understanding of Women, just by knowing a lot of them literally well, to just it's given me a better understanding. Is you know, based on actual interaction with them, where I'm not putting romantic pressure on it. You know yeah. I mean? It
2: totally. just gives me a
4: better familiarity.
2: Well, that's why when you go on dates, you're gonna hang out with a girl that you do want to make out with and have sex with. Can't you just reframe it like I have all my other female friends? She's just another one. I'm lying to myself. <laughs> You know? Well,
4: no. It's just I just, I'll interact. I think I'll just interact with them more comfortably, and then I'll be able to. I won't. I won't like get all freaked out just because of their ladiness.
3: <laughs> but that's that's what I'm saying, though. You say you
2: do get flustered and like you can spiral when you like girls, but but you think that you wouldn't because yeah. you have so many female yeah. friends.
4: Yeah, but you know, I also. Nice. I mean, you know this. I've I've had a as far as like number of women I've. I've been in relationships with my numbers pretty low. So as far as just experiences, as far as like meeting new women and knowing how that goes, I'm pretty inexperienced, I would say compared to other dudes.
2: Yeah. Oh God. So do you prefer like when your relationship is great or good at least or existing or just existing, do you feel like what do you, what did you prefer being in a relationship or being single?
4: Uh, I've always liked being in relationships. I like having someone, I like, you know, having someone I feel like it's like a genuine part of my life and I'm a part of theirs.
1: Like
4: I like feeling like we're we're in it together.
2: I know, it's weird. I was so single for so many years and like, and now that I've been in a relationship again for a year and a half because I was in one for five years, now it's so bizarre because I'm like, holy shit. Like, you know, this, it, it, within my relationship, we have our moments, and there are times where it's, like, we're, we're fighting, and I think, is this it? Are we going to break up? What's going to happen? And, and, like, it's so bizarre because now I fully identify, like, I fully identify with being in a relationship, and it's kind of terrifying to think, like, oh, God, to be single again, even though, like, logically, I know, like, whatever happens with any relationship, you break up, you'll always be okay, you will meet someone else. It's not the end of the world. like, okay. You'll be okay. It's horrible. It's like you're mourning the death or something. But it'll it'll be okay. And it's fun to be single. And it's got a lot of yeah. good things about it. But fuck, it's like I don't know. Yeah, I like being in a relationship, and it's it's like terrifying. Like I like the thought of being single again. And all like just the transition is like terrifying.
4: It's definitely weird. I mean, it's you know, it's 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 odd being single when you, when I'm used to being in relationships. Because a like. Like, I don't, I'm not interested in anyone right now, really, at all. So, like, I literally have no idea, I have no clue who the next person I'll date is on any level, like, at all. Totally. I'm no, I have not met them, which is weird.
2: I'm just letting it, I'm just like sit, sit, sitting in that thought. Okay, we're taking another phone call. Eric Cook 702. We're both alone. We're voices in the ether. Uh, you're here with me and Kevin Christie on Boy Crazy Radio. What's your name?
5: Uh, hi. Are you talking to me?
2: Yeah, what's your yeah. name? How old are you? Where are
5: you calling from? Oh, hold on. I, I had my phone on speaker. Just give me one second. I got to figure I have no idea. Give me one second. I'm so sorry. No problem.
2: A prank call. i like, like gearing up for no, a prank it's call. No, like... it's,
5: it's not a prank phone call. <laughs> just trying to... All right, you know what? Screw it. I'll just talk to you of the year. Anyway, how's it going, Lexi?
3: It's good. How are you? What's your name? How old are you? And where are you calling from?
5: 25. My name is Tommaso, and I'm calling from Vegas.
2: Mato Oh hey Mata is my is my friend on Facebook. I, I we don't know each other but we're we're, we're cyber cyber friends we're writing we, down. We know I'm a glad few of the same people Facebook though. Well it's
5: What's funny, that? we actually do know a few of the same people in real life.
2: Are they all murderers?
5: Oh uh, no, I'm not a murderer. <clears throat> no, them,
2: our mutual friends.
5: Uh, no, like you know uh, you know Coco from the really cool band The Yetz.
2: I don't know. Well, it looks like it is this, because we're here with Kevin. Our time is precious, and we gotta we gotta like in, you know make him enjoy his time here. Say hi to Kevin Christie. He's on the TV show.
5: Oh, sorry about that. Hey Kevin, <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> hey man, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm finally talking to Lexi. I'm a big fan of our YouTube page, actually. Yeah, me oh, too. Thank you. you. Oh, Kevin, oh. too. This is a great day. And Kevin, you're awesome. I've seen you on Masters of Sex. That's pretty dope.
4: Yeah, I, I thank you. I'm excited
5: about it. I mean, I wish I got to hang out with Michael Sheen. That guy seems epic.
4: He's an epic dude. I can attest to how that he's pretty awesome.
5: But, uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I, can, I can tell you're getting bored of me, so I might as well just get to the bread and butter of uh, Do the it. conversation. Um, I'm 25, and I've actually never been on a single date in my entire life okay. or, had a, or had a girlfriend.
4: I think that's more common than people think.
5: Oh, I know why. Because I was sick all through my teenage years. Dropped out yeah. of high school. because I got sick and blah 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 blah. And now that I'm an adult and everything, and ever since I got better, everyone's taken. And also, I'm ridiculously nice, and I don't think people are ready or equipped to handle that.
4: Well, okay. First of all, everyone's not taken. That's the, that's the thing you're you're telling yourself. And being ridiculously nice. I, I like you, have often told myself that same thing that kind of like, I'm too nice, girls like jerks. They don't really. But they, they don't. also it's true. don't. They don't like jerks. They literally don't. But they also don't like dudes that are like already preparing for them to not like them, which I've fallen into. I'm like, you're probably not going to like me because of this, because of that. We're like, I, I've made the mistake of being like a self-fulfilling prophecy where when a girl likes me, I'm literally like, well, this is only gonna—it's only a matter of time before she doesn't—and like that—that's not the way to feel. There's, and what, the great thing is, you're only—you're super 20. You're only 25. You're very young, and you're single in one of in a time where it's, all, it's one of the easiest times ever to meet people. Take out your phone, get on Tinder, and if you're on Tinder and not a total creep, you'll be like one of ten dudes. And if you're just, like, a normal guy who's, like, nice and, like, you know, confident in yourself. But women, women don't want dudes that are self-defeatist. They just don't. And it's not because they want to be with, like, jerks. They want to be with someone who seems like they can handle life and they can go through life together with. And can, like, can, like if, life, if there's challenges in life, they can be like, oh, I can, let, let's, we, can we can handle this together. But they're kind of like, oh, oh. everything's going to go bad and I don't have a chance. That's it's just a, it's not it's not a, like it's not a, a good way to to think about things.
1: But oh also, I mean,
4: the fact that you Kevin. were sick for a long time is very hard, and you kind of probably missed out on the years where you learned how, where when boys were learning how to talk to girls. And I think it's okay to be honest about that. When you're interacting with women, you're like, look, here's the deal: I was sick for a long time, and I didn't know how to do this. So, like, I may screw up, but like, I'm doing my best and. A girl that likes you and is, like, a good person will be totally open to that and be like, dude, that's totally cool, and, like, she'll find it, like, cute. You're like, I don't know how to do this shit. I want to ask you out. I'm not really even sure how, but I like you, and, like, I want to be around you as opposed to, like, you're probably not going to like me because I don't know what I'm doing. Like, that's not – it's the same situation, but you just put the more, like, put the more – put the spin on it that's you more believing in yourself. No one wants to be around someone that doesn't believe in themselves. Because it makes it so they feel like they have to do all the work for your self-esteem, and it's hard enough to take care of yourself and make yourself feel so good without having to like fix somebody else. It's too much work.
1: Oh, I, I, gave, I get, get you. Well,
5: well, the funny thing what is, happened? I'm actually I'm actually very confident, and a lot of my friends, you know, need me for wingman abilities and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's just I always meet the right person at the wrong time in their life. If you get what I'm saying,
4: then they weren't the right person. Honestly.
5: Well, you're probably right. I mean about that, you
4: think it? you said that that's you that's you like saying they're the right person. And in a weird way, it's an easy out for you to be like, Well, they're the right person at the wrong time in their life. That's like a way for you to like let yourself off the hook for why it didn't work out. They were they wasn't someone at the wrong time is the wrong person. They're not the right person at the wrong time. That means they're the wrong person. You just need to go find a different person. Well, when someone's well, right mean, it's right it, all the things are all the things happen together. It's like the universe putting you in the right place at the right time and you'll know it when it happens. But like, it's easy. It's, it's almost like, I, you know, we all love to, to, to like someone who's unavailable because we can like them as hard as we want. And it's like safe because we know it's never going to go. There's no risk of actually being hurt because we already can't have them.
5: Uh, I mean, I've been hurt plenty of times. I mean, even before anything got pretty close to serious, but it's just, and I don't mean wrong in kind my of life, just, you know, I'll I'll meet someone we will get a great connection going and then she'll drop the bomb, oh, I'm sorry, but, you know, I'm kind of not single. And then we become mean, friends, you really and I'm perfectly fine
4: with that. Really, but do you really think someone who's going to, like, so, have this supposed great connection with you and not inform you that they're not single is the right person? I think that's a little shady. I mean, I've met women, and if I – I'll see a woman I find attractive, and I'll, like, roll up to them and try to talk to them, and – they, If they can tell I'm interested, they're like, oh, I have a boyfriend. Like, they let you know right off the bat because they don't, yeah. don't want to wait. They, and they, that's just someone who feels like getting some attention in the meantime and is just going to like, oh, that was fun. By the way, I have a boyfriend. I don't think that's necessarily the right person.
2: Well, let me get into some other areas right now because I'm on your Facebook page. I'm looking at photos. I'm getting a sense of your life and all your stuff. Wait, me reading a poem. You wrote, oh, to you. Okay, I want to know what you – let's get to you, though. Let's, let's like, try to figure out – what will make you like yourself more and just pay more attention to yourself to kind of like, even though I know you want to go on a date and make out with a girl and have sex and all that stuff, and, and, and but let's go to the root of, of you, you know, your life and stuff. What what, what are you up to? Do you have a job or do you have any, what do you want to be? Do you have an well, idea of a career you want to do yourself?
5: I'm unemployed. Um, I'm taking a semester off in college to figure out what I want to actually do in college. All right. Yeah, until this until this semester I was doing liberal arts and that's 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 nothing. It's not really worth getting a degree in, you know.
2: Okay, well I have a question for you. If you could do anything and make make a living from it, if you could do something that you love doing and then also make a living from it, what would that thing be? Just daydreaming. What are we talking about?
5: Um Wow, that's a really good question there, uh Lexi. I mean, um I would love to be like uh I would love to uh you know, write for bands. Talk about you know bands I meet across the whole country and whatnot. I'll be like, be like a music journalist. Kind of be like Cameron Crowe in his early years. Right.
2: Okay. Cool. Here's here's my next question. So you li- you live in Las Vegas, right? Yes, ma'am. And um, God, do you smoke pot or do you do any drugs or drink alcohol?
5: Uh, I drink once in a while, but not hardcore.
2: Okay. What about pot? Yeah.
5: Uh. uh I tried it. I don't like the feeling of not being in control. I know I'm weird, but I was on meds for years, and I hated that feeling. Yeah. What what
2: antidepress What antidepressants did you take?
5: Antidepressants. Oh, I wasn't on antidepressants on stuff for uh, in high school. I was misdiagnosed with Crohn's disease. I mean, it got me out of high school, so I can't complain. I hated that place. But I was just on like it altered my mood all the time, and I, I just hate that feeling of, you know, not being in a fuzzy state of mind. If you get what I'm saying. I totally get what
2: you're saying. I feel, I feel the same way about pot. I feel like all my friends smoke pot, and he, every, every guy I've ever dated, whatever, smokes. I mean, just, and I I try it. I can't stand it. It's just not for me. So at least you know that. That's great. Um, and I'm totally... I, I it. tried
5: it a few times, and I'm just thinking, this isn't fun.
2: It's not fun. Good. At least you know that, so you can put that in your pocket and, and it. Okay, and well, anyway. I not
5: want to sorry. go eat. I don't want to go um, eat, and I'm already Italian. I already have an appetite. I don't need pot to help me out with that.
2: Well... Here's my other question. Okay, so you, you graduated high school. You're in you're in college, liberal arts school. Um, okay. What did you What did you actually have? You got misdiagnosed. Can I ask you? It wasn't Crohn's. It
5: was what? It was Crohn's, and then uh, back after I was done, I was healthy for a little bit, and then back in '05, uh, I just started like going downhill fast. And turns out, after three years of not knowing, because doc- I used to live in South Florida, and medical industry there is horrible. They just want you in and out as fast as possible. After uh, three years of not knowing what's going on, it turns out I had fluid building up inside of my head.
2: And you didn't have Crohn's? And you didn't have curlings?
5: Nope, never did.
2: And so, what was the fluid?
3: What, what, what was it?
5: Why? Uh, the, 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 uh they, they don't know. I mean, I, I think it had to do with some of the vacation I was on. That actually, I had to get a spinal tap once. But you know, it's, it's blah blah blah. It's in the past. I like to kind of like to focus on the now. And I'm, you know, I'm talking to pretty cool, two pretty cool people. <laughs>
2: I know it's I, I don't know. I just, I'm just needing it. I just want to know. So, did they drain the fluid? Is, was it a tumor? Was oh, it yeah. They, they, bol- they, they,
5: they drained the fluid. Well, there's a little blockage. It's a technical term. is called hydrocephalus. Mm-hmm. Fluid would build up, but it wouldn't drain through my spine. Oh. And it literally almost killed me. Right.
2: And now you're healthy?
5: Oh, yeah. I mean, I have to walk with a cane. I'm not going to need it forever. But I went from a wheelchair to a cane, from a wheelchair to a walk through a cane. No physical therapy. Pretty stubborn, I guess.
2: Well, let's see. What can, what can I... I mean, first of all, I hope you're kind to yourself and you're truly proud of yourself that you've, you know, gotten over all the things you've gotten over that you're walking again and, like, and that's just so much stuff to deal with already and I totally agree with everything Kevin said. Like, you missed some, some years where maybe, you know, if, if, had things been lighter and more, you know... Oh, yeah, for hungry. sure. You, like, the worst
3: you have the end this What's that?
5: No, I was saying the worst was when I was a kid. I was terribly afraid of girls, especially if I liked them. And I have confidence now. I'm fine with that. Like I can talk to anybody. It's it's weird. I can just walk up to any random person, beautiful or not, normal, famous, whatever, and start a conversation. But it's not that my confidence. Just I I just I don't know. It's just everyone I meet is just on a totally different wavelength than me. Well. I mean
4: that just may think- be the you may be. A lot of times, and I, I'm spoiled since I, because I was born and raised in Los Angeles, but sometimes you live in a place where you just aren't surrounded by people who have the same interests and kind of have the same energy as you, and it can take a while to find your group, you know what I mean? And you may just be kind yeah. of hanging around people that you just – it's not even that they're, like, bad and you're good or whatever. It's just that you're interested in the same stuff. I do not I mean, you seem to be super into music and want to be writing about that. I don't know if Vegas is the spot for that, or if you're just not finding the places and the people that are into the same shit as you, you know,
2: you no, know I, you know <laughs> I think too, though, I, I let me just interject. Uh, I think that you should be, you're probably already doing this, but just so I, I know I said it, you should be going to as many shows as possible. I think maybe you should, you should, I don't know if you already have this, but start your own blog, just for a hobby, just to like be focused on something that'll make you feel proud of yourself. Uh, Start a blog or just start writing pieces about, about you know, your take on the shows that you've gone to see. And then what I would do if I were in your situation, I would go to the local newspaper, like whatever the, you know, Las Vegas Weekly is, the free paper, and, and the, you know, and, and call them up and ask for an internship or ask to, to do a column on shows that you go to because you're, you know, you're a music fan, you know, and then have writing samples that you've already written for yourself for your blog, you can send them a link, you know, that will that will take these people who could hire you to all of the things you've written about the shows you've gone to. And and that's something you can really start doing for yourself really to really have like self generate and like, you know uh, start you know, trying to get some good stuff going for yourself. Do you know what I mean? Does that sound like something you could do?
5: Oh yeah, actually, no, I actually know a head editor of a the big newspaper out in Vegas.
3: Well, good, good. And well, yeah. that's the thing,
5: like,
4: once you're writing for things and you can get a press pass, you can go to any, any music thing you want, really. And, music, by the way, music shows are the best place to meet girls ever.
5: Oh, you're exactly. there,
4: you like the same band. It's like being in college. You're like, oh, we both like this band. We probably like a bunch of other shit that's similar, too. And, I mean, you're exactly. in Vegas. There's always a million things to do. Like, go be a music journalist, dude. It
5: would be great. Well, I also you know, I'm, uh, Yeah. Oh, I was going to say that I'm. I also do. I'm a really good photographer. I mean, I'm. I think I'm all right, but everyone. I. everyone seen my pictures. Say I do amazing work, especially of live performances.
2: Well, check there's this out. This, Listen. Okay. Yes, yes. Yes. You are being heard. But I, 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 don't mean, I. know I'm cutting you off. like a total asshole. But I just want no, to. Like, no, you're not. No, you're
5: not at all. You're not oh, an okay.
2: asshole. Don't worry. Well, um, I just want. Like, I just feel like there's so much here for you to do already. Like, this is like. Just start going to shows as much as possible. Take a tons of photos of the live performances because you already just said you're great at that and you love doing that. That brings you happiness. And then start a blog to start or start a Tumblr or something that's free and then write your pieces about the about the shows and to have the photos that go along with it. I mean, that would be so amazing if I worked for a, for a paper or something and then this kid who, like, loves music, who takes photos and has something to say about bands came to me. I'd be like, oh, this is amazing. So... There you go. That's your that's your homework assignment, and you just have to go from there. And then you're going to meet – you're going to, like – that's all I would do. When I was, like, 15 years old, like, I've always been 5'11 and kind of goofy looking, or I have this idea of myself that may or may not be true, but I think we all do. And for me, it was not good. But I would go to these shows, and I would meet – and I was, like, awkward and self-conscious, and I would meet other awkward self-conscious, you know, the, the weirdos or something. And then I felt completely at home. I made a family of weirdos of all these musicians who – you know, just are so bizarre. Who are so antisocial, but and yet out at the show, and 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 just different. And like, there's so many different types of people. So if you go where it makes you happy, and that's where bands are playing, and blah blah, yeah, you'll go. You'll meet other like-minded people. So you have so much to do, but I want you to call next week and tell me that you have started your blog, or at least started writing pieces, and taking photos, and applying for some kind of job, because. I think that could be so great for you already. And one more thing, because I, I'm, I'm on your Facebook page. I think that, um, I don't know, do you, and do you, you don't do physical therapy. Because I think that do, I think exercising or doing some kind of physical therapy kind of thing would be good for you only because it releases endorphins, because I know that I can get so trapped in my head and moody and get really emo. And and I have to remember these tools that I have for myself uh, and one of those tools are, uh, one, one tool is go on a hike, just walk for an hour. And I'm so amazed by, you know, I can be completely depressed and then, and an hour later after going on a hike, forcing myself to go on a walk for an hour. I don't want to do that shit. Like, but afterwards I, I mean, go, you're in, oh, you're shit. in
4: Vegas and it's 180 degrees. So you're going to want to do that like thing where the casinos connect. You know, you do the you, is, uh, yeah,
5: of, but, well
4: I've, I've lived Tropicana here for about four years. So. circus circus or some shit, you know, like the, the one with the bridges. Don't die. Yeah, I've,
5: I've been I've been out here for about four okay. years. I grew up in South Florida. Me and the heat we're we're not strangers at all. But okay. uh, I well, you I I, I actually
2: doing.
5: yeah, I'm I'm not I, stupid. All, I'm not gonna go walk out in the sun.
2: Well, no, but and melt to death. I'm just saying I'm just saying I'm just saying right. Take photos get an internship or get a job writing for a local newspaper in Las Vegas and then walk for an hour a day or do some kind of physical therapy thing for yourself for an hour a day just to get endorphins going and, and, and just be as nice and kind to yourself and, and not judgmental as you possibly can. And sometimes that's really hard to do. But just like just only be nice to yourself when, even when you're having like, you know, when you wake up in the morning, you look yourself in the mirror because I know a lot of people, me included would, would you know, I I'd, wouldn't even realize that when I looked at myself in the mirror and boo-hoo, I'm some white girl with bangs with no problems or whatever, and I'm, I know I'm fine-looking, whatever, because I've come a long way, but I used to be fucking very depressed, which is one of the reasons I started doing this podcast and started my blog and whatever. It was, it was something I did for myself to get out of my own head. But people have this tendency, tendency, me included, where I look at myself in the mirror and I just, like, only see the most horrible things that, you know, that they probably didn't even exist, and that's what I fixate on. And I had this, like, sub- subconscious, unconscious voice in my head, this like nasty voice like you know, I was my own worst enemy and so check in with yourself, see if uh, you have a voice like that in your head and just try to annihilate it push it away and just love yourself as much as possible and then start your blog and writing and taking photos. And now I'm going to hang up on you, not because I hate you, because I love you we have to take another call Thank you so um, Kevin, are you still alive? Yeah
1: <laughs>
2: Alright, oh my goodness, how are you feeling? Are you good? Are you with us still? I feel
4: good, I, people have trouble man and you know what? It's. It, I wanna like. Just wanna. I wanna help all of them. <laughs> like I wanna like Maybe uh, be their life coach.
3: You are so good at
2: this. I've, I've got to tell you because I've had guests before that don't understand. They think that this is like some hateful thing where, like, I don't know what they think Boy Crazy Radio is, but they get on the show and they're like, "Oh, like this is like a sincere show," and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. asshole." I mean. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> like, yeah. It. Is. You know, we're dealing with people that are kind of bummed out. It's like supposed to be a, a funny safe haven, like we're hanging out with your big sister. If, some,
1: if
4: someone is bummed out enough to reach out and ask for help, that's—I uh, don't think you take that lightly. That's important. Like it's yeah, more, it's re- asking for help is one of the hardest things to do in the entire world. It's because you're admitting defeat, which is great. You're like you're that. The great thing about that is you're like, all right. I obviously don't have the answer to this. And you're almost like that's your rock bottom, so you can only go up. But asking for help is really hard. It's really hard.
2: Well, you get really good – are you in therapy? Yeah, yeah, totally.
4: I'm going tomorrow. Me
2: too. I think everybody should be in therapy. How often do you go to therapy? I go once a week. Once a week, too. Me too. Me too. I just think it's the most important thing in the entire world. And, uh, and I'm still fucked up. I still have problems. Because even though, even though I'm totally aware of all my issues, it's such another – it's such a – separate things actually go, okay, so I do this thing. Oh, suck. Yeah, but imagine I'm how it. bad,
4: uh, how how much worse it would be if you were ignoring them. That's like, bleh.
2: Or not even ignoring them. So many people don't even know. They're totally unconscious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Anyway, yeah. here's somebody in the 323 area code called into the show, and when you call into Boy Crazy Radio and you hang up or get disconnected, we are like, an ex-girlfriend you can't shake. Okay, I, because I, I see your number on the screen. I know you called. And I, I'm not letting Are you them gonna call him back? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, three, three, three. We're coming for you. So, don't let us go to voicemail, since that could be embarrassing. Hello. Hello. This is Alexi and Kevin Christie from Voice Crazy Radio? How are you? Who? What? It's Hello.
3: Alexi.
2: It's Alexi and Kevin Christie from Boy Crazy Radio.
3: Hold on. I'm trying to turn the music down. Oh, hi. Where are yeah. you? At a rave? Uh, always. <laughs>
2: always. Well, what's, what's, what's your name? How old are you? How old are you? Where are you calling from? And say hi to Kevin Christie. He's on TV, and
3: he's single. Hi, Kevin. Hi, how are you? What do you look like? What do you look like, Kevin? Tell me more about yourself. I look
4: like Neil Patrick Harris with a beard
1: and glasses. But not gay. Okay.
3: Yeah. Cute. He's cute. Yeah, I'm So what do you guys want to talk about tonight? Wait, you called us. I'm calling you back. I'm pretty sure you just called me. I called you because you called in. Oh, wait. I think I know who this is. Brooke, like fucking Brooke. It's Nellie it's Kim. Brooke. It's Brooke. and <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. I should just hang up. No, just, this is amazing. Okay. Wait. What's what's Nellie Kim saying? Hold on. I've got problems. I don't know why she's calling you. Is this... Live? This is embarrassing. <laughs> you're you're
2: live. You're live. You're on the air, and you're on with Kevin Christie. He's on a show called Masters of Sex on Showtime. He's totally stylish in a simple, chic way, and uh, we're, we're here for you guys. What are you guys wearing?
3: Single? Mm-hmm. Kevin, are you single?
1: I am, yeah.
3: <laughs> I want to set you up with my friend Nelly. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's come to that, huh? Just a faceless... Person you've never met, just a male. All it is is a male. You're just gonna set your you friend guys, up with just a male.
2: They're hot. They're hot girls.
4: I believe it.
3: Wait, get get um, Nellie off. Get Nelly off
2: speaker. This is this is a real show. This is this is really happening. You gotta put her on the phone.
3: She doesn't want to be on the phone.
2: <laughs> well, You're just stuck with Nelly.
3: me, but I don't have any. I just want to tell you guys, are doing really great. I love the show. I think you're fantastic. I have no questions to ask.
2: No questions. These guys, they got it sorted. They're probably drinking, they're, they're drinking uh, Luz Cucoe, or however you say it, and uh, eating uh, uh, whatever that's called. Not escargot. What do you call it? What are the fish eggs? Caviar. They're probably caviar.
3: Cocaine. Yeah.
2: Eating caviar. Having caviar. Cocaine. I bet neither one of them are wearing bras, and they
3: don't need to, and so infuriating! Oh my god, long. how did you?
2: <laughs> what did you say?
3: Oh my god, Alexis, like I bet none of them have bras on right now. <laughs> and they're
2: drinking champagne.
3: Are you guys drinking champagne? We're drinking beers.
2: They're drinking beers. Um, they, they don't. They I, don't I'm gonna let you to get, get back
3: to. I really, I really wish I had something to talk about tonight, but everything is really no. good. It's fine. Go you guys see you go do
2: your thing? I love you. I miss you, Nelly. I think. By the way, this girl, Nellie, uh, I won't say her last name. I've already said it ten times. But uh, I believe her Instagram is private, so don't even try. Plus Kim. I mean, she's Yeah, funny, she's plus private. Yeah. Whatever. She's private. She is the most stylish girl I've ever met in my life. Witty. Uh, the funniest. Good looking. I mean, she's good looking and funny. If, even if she was ugly, she'd be the funniest woman I've ever met in my whole life. So uh, I'm so proud oh. that I had like I- 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 and And she doesn't need to wear a bra, which is... I'm just jealous of that so I said it again. And the last thing is, I do have advice for Nelly. I have I have advice for Nelly for tonight. I know nobody knows who she is. I'm just going off on these two girls. Tell me. Here's the advice. Here's the advice. Nelly needs to make music because I I've heard her sing and she plays guitar and she writes really beautiful songs. So you guys should just go uh, write cool. songs tonight. Get around and write songs. And I'm hanging up on you. Bye Nelly. I love you. Bye Brooke. I love you. Bye. 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 It's so fun when when girls just call,
3: you know, to support me.
4: They what? Oh, they call for you? I mean, you have like an army of a, you have like an army of girls, right?
3: I don't know. That's funny. That's,
2: those those are my two actual like girlfriends. I haven't seen Nellie in a while, but I love her. I love her from a distance, and she, she she's she's a thing. She should sing. Anyway, okay, Kevin, let's get back on track. We have another phone call. How are you doing? Okay. I'm good. I know we start to lose the guests. Like you're losing you. Who the fuck are you? Who is this?
3: Who is this? You're on. Is this a Skype call?
2: You're on with Kevin Christie. Oh, my God. I can't believe it's you.
4: What? I can't believe it's you. What's your name?
3: Who is Dina Rodriguez.
4: Did you say Dina Rodriguez? Yes. What's going on?
3: I have a question for you. Please. What do you do for a living? I'm an actor. Okay, I knew
1: you. Okay. What?
4: You said you knew me? Yes. Okay, How? hold
2: on, Kevin. Kevin, I just, you're, I think your mom is drunk. This is that's getting
4: really funny. weird. I don't know. How do you idea. know me? In what way do you know me?
2: Ma'am, you're on. Excuse me?
4: Well, you said you know me. How do you know me?
5: I know you from TV.
4: Well, then how did you not know I was an actor for a living? Uh, I I don't know. I'm tired. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're tired? I I understand. We've all been there. You're sleeping. Don't be rude I'm not being rude at all. I'm concerned at your level of fatigue. Don't
3: tell me what to
4: do. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> you You are you aware of the comedian Chris D'Elia?
3: Is that who it was?
4: No, but but that, did you hang up on him? Her?
3: No,
2: I, I pressed mute for a moment. But no, why?
4: Oh, it's like a Chris D'Elia's drunk girl bit.
2: <laughs> are you
1: yeah. serious?
2: Yeah. Wait, and Chris has the brother Matt, right? Yeah. Quite so frankly,
3: I don't give a damn.
4: You frank no, totally. Clearly you don't give a, do you need do you need help? Do you have a question? Or you just wanna just care. It? You don't care? This whole panning thing is so ridiculous.
1: Don't round <laughs> tan. <laughs>
4: this is like This is just this, this being on the This is like being on the porch at the comedy store I feel super comfortable I've been canning
1: since I was born
4: You've been uh-huh. what since you were born?
3: They banned me from every Tanning salon Tanning salon She said don't tan I Oh you've been be banned open.
4: from every tanning salon Look well, I'm right I with I you believe... Why do you get banned from tanning salons?
3: I want to do is open a store and a
5: line, you know, Google and all that crap.
4: Right. <sighs>
3: um, I have children. I, know? I, mean, Your I, children? Think, I mean, how long, how long is this going to be? And I feel plan? really bad for the children that they have nowhere to go.
6: Yeah?
1: There, we all, I trick? mean, look. <laughs> don't, don't be rude to me.
4: Uh, not being rude. No one's being rude. Just so you know. I'm.
1: I don't, I
3: don't even know. Wait, is this Nelly?
1: Occasionally, I have a withdrawal. Occasionally a withdrawal. withdrawal. Yeah.
3: I. I can't do this. I can't. I can't. This is not what we it's, it's your show,
4: Lex. You can do what you want.
3: I can do what I want. I'm gonna. It's
2: 10:16. We're gonna end the show at 10:30. If you want to call in. If you're a teen, tween, human being, whatever the fuck you are. I just coined that. That's so cool. I can't believe I just said that. Uh, where did calling, you do? Where did you coin? I said, if you're a teen or a tween or a human being, you can call into the show. Oh, good. And the telephone number is. Good. I know. I never thought about that. I just rolled off the tongue, and then I just wanted everybody to know that I didn't mean to sound cornball, but like it's kind of cool. I just said that, but whatever. Anyway, the telephone number is 646-378-0649. We have about, uh, you know, we're gonna go till ten thirty. So at least this is about thirteen minutes for you to call in, flirt with Kevin, ask him a question, ask me a question, flirt with me.
4: That lady um, flirted with me so hard.
3: Was that a man? Who was that?
4: Uh, no, that was a that was a woman. I think who has smoked a lot in her life, and has that her voice has become that. And that I mean, honestly, that 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 felt to me exactly like hanging out at the coffee store. Like that's what the you know.
2: Oh my God, that was too much. Um, somebody tweeted at us a really cute girl named Amelia Dowd, Amelia J Dowd. Just like you have your middle, uh, your middle initial in your Twitter handle, so does Amelia. Yeah. And she said, she said at Kevin Christie, Kevin G Christie at I'm Boy Crazy. Wish I could tune in from Australia. Sad face. So that's pretty cool. Like okay, uh, she- Jonathan. She- I don't know. What's your problem, girl? It's the Internet. You can totally tune in from Australia, and you can also call in using Skype, or you can tweet us a question or email us a question at boycrazyalexi at gmail.com. There are so many ways I've made me and Kevin available to you tonight that, I mean, it's embarrassing that you aren't able to reach out and, uh, you
4: know. No, no, you don't know. We don't know her struggle. She could be working in a well in Australia. True. She could be... She could be underground. Someone could have taken her phone from her. That was the final thing she said.
2: I think somebody, I think somebody, uh, said they or they were calling us tonight during a uh, a hurricane or something, right? Oh,
4: really? Oh no, snowstorm a in Cleveland. Or yeah, maybe Cleveland. A Jonathan
2: called. Jonathan called and said that he was in Cleveland and there's a tornado happening. So if Jonathan can call in during a tornado. And by the way, he's very handsome. I did just look at his Twitter. Jonathan, I read your response. He wrote Jonathan at obvious comma comma comma. I can't read. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna say comma. Um. Anyway, whatever. Uh. Says at I'm boy crazy. Thanks for the advice. And Kevin was right. Legitimate crushing over here. Hence why I was passive aggressive. Oh, he's legitimately crushing on on you, Kevin. So that's why he was passive aggressive. <laughs> just kidding. Anyway, um. And he, I looked at his picture, and he's totally adorable. Yeah,
4: people, and and uh, even outside of being like what would objectively adorable, you be someone is always out there who finds you adorable. Like you, tastes are so specific. Like you just have to meet a lot of people, and someone will be fired up for you. You'll be like surprised.
2: It's subjective. It's It's always
4: subjective. People feel like almost. I think people feel intimidated by like the notion that the internet is so full of people and there's too many people and whatever. But it's also like the number. There's almost like in a weird way, so many, there's far less of an excuse of being lonely at this point. Like, take out your phone, take out your phone and not Are be on- a bad person. Like you'll be, you'll meet people all the time. It's great.
2: Are you on Tinder?
4: No, I had a fake one to look at pictures, but I deleted it. I'm not on, I
2: am not on Tinder. I also don't want to be on Tinder, but at the same time, we'll be, and I, I, the other day I saw one of my friends' Tinder accounts and I went through and I was like, let me pick the guys for you. And I like swiped, swiped, swiped whatever. It was right. so fun and exciting. I could not believe it. If I were single, I would still not be on Tinder because I would be humiliated, especially because I already put myself out on the internet in such so a major way on my own terms. Like I'm not going to try to be on right. Tinder, but, uh, it was so exciting. It was like a it was like a dream. It was like
1: it, was, it is very.
4: I I struggle with wanting to be on it all the time because it, when you're at home by yourself at night and you're and maybe you don't have anyone to talk to. It feels it just feels like potential. There's so many people out there. I can click yes. What if they like me? It's just it's like a re- It's like an oddly active thing to do as far as wanting to be around people that you can just do with your phone. I will yeah. say, though, what I've noticed this last time of having a fake one so I could look at the pictures, there seem to be a lot more normal people. It seems to be like That's what I noticed. There's, there's way more people on it now. So it's it's a little – I know people were complaining, like, oh, it's a hookup thing. But, like, first of all, every girl's profile says not here for hookups, so don't bother. And it <gasps> seems like a lot more the – women, the women are all look very, like, normal women you'd want to, like, date and are, you know – that's what I found.
2: Yeah, it's bizarre. Yesterday I hung out with one of my friends, and there's a guy, and he told me that he's on Tinder, and he's gone on Tinder dates, and, like, he's a good guy. Like, he, you know, he hopes to meet somebody that he's not only attracted to, but that he can, you know, have a conversation with and feel – because, you know, he goes out with really cute girls or just girls, whatever, and he has, yeah. he has nothing to talk about, and he actually, you know, that totally bums him out, And which made, made me feel better, because sometimes I just lose faith in men that I meet in Los Angeles in general. I have so many male friends, and the things that they tell me about women – I'm just like, Oh God, how, how are we friends? It's so horrible. Is this is this what's out there if I'm single again? But um anyway. Yeah, but he he shocked me. I couldn't believe he was on Tinder also. So
4: My friend yeah. uh Lizzie her friends got engaged, they met on Tinder. Like legit you married couples are gonna Yes. Liz- Lizzie's friend Lizzie Kaplan who's on Master Sex, who's the dopest. Her friends of hers are got just got engaged and they met on Tinder.
2: Oh my God, is that going to be my story? Because here's the thing, I I I fall in love with the story of the meeting. You know what I mean? Like that's part of like the allure for me. It's like, oh, you know, he. I mean, I've, I've dated people I've met on Facebook, or I have I've have I've had conversations with them on Facebook, but we'd already met. Or, right.
4: I never or met said, anyone in person yeah. when I was on Tinder for real. I never actually met anyone in person. Like I had, I talked to them a tiny bit, but I never. Never took it to like the meeting level, but in a weird way, as opposed to being like the story, like where you're embarrassed to say like we been on Tinder, it's almost like triumphant. Like, by the way, I found this this fucking person on Tinder, and it worked. He didn't murder me, and now we're in love. Like, it's almost like it's like turned around to where it's cute, as opposed to being so like sad. I don't
2: know anymore. Yeah, because it's but against the, cause the people
4: complain about people complain about Tinder so much that if you met someone you liked from Tinder it'd be, like, anecdotal and interesting. Like, dude, I met this person on Tinder. It's crazy. Like, really? You met him on that shit show? Like, it'd be kind of a thing.
1: That's true. That is true. Tons
4: of more? Girls, girls. I saw tons of cute, dateable girls that made me wish my Tinder was real. Like, normal girls that looked smart and had jobs and cared about things and were, like, looked stylish and cool. Like, oh, man, I would totally hang out with that girl.
2: Oh my God! It's funny because when I looked at my girlfriend's Tinder account, I couldn't believe it. I was like, "Oh my God! This guy, this guy, this guy's cool. This guy, this, cool. this guy, this guy."
4: Cool. Like, uh, most of the either. women I know complain. Most of the women I know complain that the guys are a total shit show. Huh? Well. Because when I look through the it. women's ones, I can't. I'll, so many of the women in their profile will say like, "Why do you have a?" They'll like their their little statement will just be making fun of the things they see in men's Tinder, like. I don't care that you were with a tiger. Please no, like, muscular selfies. Like, why are you holding a gun? Like, it's the, the, ah! the kind of reoccurring things they see from guys are a bummer.
2: Oh, my God, why are you carrying a gun? Also, like, don't have a Tinder photo of you with your ex-girlfriend or even a female friend, and you're, like, holding drinks. It's like nobody wants to potentially oh. fall in love or get excited about a dude yeah. who's, like, already in another photo with a girl. Like, anyway, but we got a letter, we got a letter from Russia, so I've got to read this. Um, okay, all right. Dear Alexi, this letter contains questions about female friendship, early marriage, and I guess about the righteousness of judging the relationship from the outside. Oh, (laughs) shit, Kevin, I don't know where this is going to go, but let's dive in. Okay. I have a friend, Alice, who I am friends with only because our families are close and always help each other during tough times. Normally, I just don't get this girl. Like, now she's about to get married in a church, which I think is even more bizarre, to a guy that she lately broke up with. He clearly has a very, very difficult character, also borrowed and never returned a lot of money from her parents. And moreover, there was an episode when he cursed her whole family. Seriously? WTF? He sometimes trains, a, we say, uh, trains Alice like a pet, doesn't let her into their apartment for hours, once pretended he was cheating on her just to see what happens next. And my friend, Alice, she just takes this role of loving, forgiving, self-sacrificing woman. She just... Is this way? Basically, she's a nurturer and a heroine of old, of old black-and-white melodramas. Ugh. Uh, yeah, well, I know all this shitty stuff about their relationship because that's, that's what she comes to me with. Of course, there must be a good size. He's quite good-looking. He's a lot older, an aspiring actor-slash-director, and apparently fantastic in bed. Oh, right, and he proposed to her. So her brain must be very busy now with all these white dress pictures she can potentially post on Insta. I'm getting judgmental again, but how can I not? More to this. She's blowing a fantastic opportunity to study in one of the greatest cities in a wonderful university because she doesn't want to leave this guy and, I guess, is a bit scared. One side of me is like, whatever, I should look out for myself. But the other side just wants to be good friends and say something about this insanity. Again, who am I to call this insanity? But who am I to judge their relationship? I'm not a part of it. Hashtag thank God. However... And I hope that you'll agree with me, Alexi. There are some scenarios that humankind tested many times and, well, came to a conclusion that they just don't leave anything good, like early marriage and ditching university for a guy. Thanks for being our big fit. I cannot wait to read your opinion on this story. Signed, Violet, age 19. She's from Russia. How exciting! Kevin, what are your thoughts?
4: Uh, A, I liked that WTF has made its way to Russia. I thought that was cool. (laughs) Like, you know, like, I'm always curious to what slang is being used in other places. And a pretty solid English. Serious? <laughs> English and my um, English? I feel like she answered her own questions. She knows what she's supposed to be doing in this situation, which is nothing. When you try to get involved in someone's life, when, they're, when you think they're doing something wrong you're just slowing their own progression to figuring out on their own. When some, people, only make, people only make a change when they decide it's time. They rarely, rarely, rarely do it because another person says so. They only like, make a change in their life or like, decide to fix themselves or get better when they decide. And when you kind of get in the way of that, you're just slowing that progression. So, and, and, honestly, the faster this girl kind of hits her rock bottom with this dude that sucks, The better, and by like, and also a lot of times when you when you say like this guy sucks and you shouldn't be together, people get defensive and it makes it so they want to like prove to you that that person is dope, and it make it almost like makes them stay longer. Like you don't get us, he's so great. It's like us against them, and in weird way, just like hey, go live your life. You will, she will one day realize if this guy sucks that he sucks, and then she'll make the change that's necessary. But like telling her, trying to fix it, that's just being. Codependent. You're not gonna. You're only gonna stress yourself out. You're only like hurting yourself uh, by involving, so by right. the, trying and in, by involving you, by involving your life in their stress. You're just you're taking some of their stress on to yourself, and you're not even helping their stress. You're getting. In, you're actually you, impeding its its removal.
2: You're so right. You're actually stressing yourself out. And what you need to do is you need to lead by example. Turn the attention back to yourself. Focus on you because that's really all you have control of. And, uh, yeah, and because it will just make you miserable. Like, yeah, I just agree with everything you say. I can't believe what good advice you give. I can't believe can – should I just hand this over to you and never do boy crazy no. radio again? And you
4: can, <laughs> you can do
2: girl crazy radio?
4: No. No, no, please.
2: <laughs>
4: You're is, very nervous. So the call, Calling you makes me so nervous.
3: It does? Why? They're
4: real people because I don't want to give them the wrong advice and then they go out and do something rash.
2: Oh, don't take yourself so seriously. You're great. No, you, you, you give good advice. I hope they do take you so seriously because you give such amazing advice. It's It, like, makes me jealous and angry. Um,
3: oh, well, thanks <laughs> for favoriting my tweet. Thanks for
2: favoriting my tweet about how uh, – oh, never mind. You didn't. You favorited somebody else's tweet. Never mind. Okay, because I actually tweeted that you give great advice. Um, anyway.
4: Oh, yeah, I saw that. I saw that.
2: Oh, the point is – I favored the, the Australian
4: girl tweet. She. I've noticed her before. She follows me.
2: She's very cute.
4: She's incredibly cute. I've noticed that a lot of, I have a lot of Australian followers, or not a lot, but I noticed how many that I, I have, I noticed the Australians, and they're all cute. It's, and you know what I've noticed, too? Tons of good art coming out of Australia from, like, Melbourne and stuff. I see, when I see stuff online, it's routine. I'm like, oh, that person looks good, and they're, like, from Melbourne. I think there's something going on there, some art stuff.
2: Oh, my God, there's a guy. I know what you mean. There's a guy named Total, it's like, his, his hashtag is Ask no, no. He's at symbol, at total bore, and he's on Instagram. He's a musician, but he also paints and draws and stuff. And he is so great. And uh, yeah. we didn't talk about the fact that you are an artist. That you that you. Uh, I mean, what do I say? You paint, you draw. What do you want me to say?
4: I uh, I make art, and I also sometimes make like commercial art. Like I work for people and stuff. Right now, I'm working for the Kings of Leon, and
2: you are. It's amazing, yeah, because I, that's how I knew you first. I didn't even realize you were an actor. I went to an art show a long time ago, and the guy I was dating at the time was such a huge fan of yours, and bought one of your pieces. And I thought, God, he's so talented. It's amazing. What do you prefer? What's your favorite thing to make? Like uh, portraits or objects? Or do uh, I do.
4: I mean, I like. I do like. I do like uh, doing. I'm doing. Lately, I've liked doing portraits. I'm doing like a. I'm gonna start doing like a large a bunch of portraits so lately for some reason i like doing these kind of like close-up portraits where the faces are like bigger than life size for some reason i find that interesting right now so, so i'm going to do a bunch of that i guess
2: um and do people sit sit for you or do you base it on photos
4: i usually just get they use my phone and say hey let me take your picture real quick and then they let me
2: interesting interesting you know that could be your move some some girl could uh oh, we need to
4: Uh, I t- you, to be honest with you, I kind of <laughs> like drawing older dudes, and uh, going uh, up to a girl and saying, "Hey, let me take your picture." Creepy. <laughs> but, but
2: the photographers are always are the mur- photographers
4: are always murdering people in the hills of Los Angeles.
2: Probably, I think I know a bunch of them, and my dad was a photographer, so I can totally vouch for that. Just kidding. Um, your dad was a,
4: a good photographer.
2: He is a good photographer. Um, I, wish he'd, I, I wish he'd return my phone calls. I wish he'd return my phone calls, yeah. Kevin. Um, anyway, won't I won't mean, return my phone calls either. He won't?
4: That was so dark. He's dead.
2: Oh, oh no. I'm sorry. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry.
4: That's totally my fault. I couldn't help it. <laughs> oh,
2: God. That was great. Uh, I'm
4: sorry. Can I laugh, too? Yeah, you're totally loud.
2: Okay, and then you do stand up also, and you're a great stand up comedian. And where do you perform, and how often do you perform? And you know, I perform tell you
4: regularly at the Comedy Store in Los Angeles. I also host a show every Sunday in Santa Monica with Neil Brennan called Neil Brennan and Friends. It's at nine o'clock at the Westside Comedy Theater. We always have great comedians come down, and Judd Apatow came recently, and David Allen Greer, and all kinds of great funny people.
2: Oh my God, um, do you, oh, I do. Oh, go ahead and ask. Here's something I wanted to ask from the get-go, but I totally, you know, we had so many phone calls. You said something to me the other day that, like, that really stuck with me. I guess not, it didn't stick with me hard enough to actually remember it at the beginning of the show, but I'm bringing it up at the tail end because it just matters to me. But, like, you know, I was talking to you about my relationship issues and being long distance and thoughts and blah, blah, and all, you know, all these things, and we were talking about relationships in general for a moment, and you said something about how, like, it's, you just brought up this point about how everybody nowadays has this idea of like, I deserve the best and I'm not, you know, I'm not going to settle and blah, blah, like, and how it kind of sucks to think that way because relationships are, I mean, I don't know if this was your point, but because we, we didn't get to finish up our conversation, but mm-hmm. where were you going with that? Were you saying that it's like you were never going to get everything you want or relationships do take work or there is a balance or what are your thoughts? Where were you going well, we, with
4: that? Uh, we, unf- we are a, pl- a pretty self, of, we're in a pretty self-absorbed time. And it's easier to be. Well, well, I tell, when I give this advice like focus on yourself and you know, and take care of yourself. It is. It, it is almost. E- it's very easy to almost be too. Not like, not like think you deserve more than you do, but like, like have an ideal in mind that's not realistic. You know, I, I, you see, I see this all the time with men specifically who like, they, they want like a supermodel who also is in Mensa. And you want to be like you're a unemployed comedian who like isn't, you gotta like be be realistic about what you're bringing to the table and like i I just think like see 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 your situation and see people for what they are, and like not not getting what you want all the time is oftentimes the best thing for you, but I think a lot of times people like this I'm not going to settle and I deserve everything I want well like I don't trust my brain enough to think that everything I want is the right thing. Like, thank God I didn't get a lot of the things I wanted. Cause I'd, I'd be, my life would be ri- ridiculous. And so like, just cause you want it doesn't mean it's the right thing. And, and like kind of be just cause someone maybe is like, if a person you're dating, if it's going, if it's, you're in a, you're in a rough patch, that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad relationship or that you should get out of it or that that person, you know, you're settling. It's just, you may not be in the like right place to receive that information it may be all your it may be that's some you shit like a lot of people i think when they get when they feel a rejection or someone's mad at them or something in a relationship is going well they they want to focus on the person and be mad at them and say you're not giving me what i want i'm not getting what i want but like you know take a minute and like figure out what your part in it is like what why does it why did this person react that way did i what did i do to, to, as a part of this situation also. People are so quick to bail out, you know, and just be like, this isn't perfect, and I deserve the best of everything. Well, the best is relative. I don't think there is such thing as the best. What is that even? So, you yeah. know, don't focus on the things you want. Focus on the things you have.
1: I think oh, a lot God.
3: Of Drake, so no easy. new
1: friends.
2: <laughs> Great
1: <laughs>
2: Isn't say great? No new friends.
4: That's, that's I quoted Drake. No new friends.
2: <laughs> oh my god! I, I, but I totally, I, I totally agree with you because my mo has always been. Well, I have things about me where I just feel like I've, I've been running from relationships for so long, and when I'm in them, when when I'm lucky enough to like, or not, <laughs> when I actually stop and I'm I'm agree to not agree to belong to somebody but when I went to go, Wow, I found this person, like I they're undeniable. I have to be in this relationship. Like I because I would never be in a relationship where I'm like,
3: Well,
2: I'm scared I went out to find anybody
3: else. Uh seems seems
2: good. They're okay. It's a warm body. Blah blah. Like i n I've never done that. I, I know girls who have done that and I've seen that happening and I, I'm just more like, yeah. I'm just like a passionate person. So but then the minute the minute it doesn't go it, it's not perfect anymore. I so I can turn off and I run, and then yeah. I repeat, and then I repeat all the same behavior that initially that ruins all my relationships. I repeat it in the next relationships I go into. You know, if so I never yeah. Really... And
4: the thing is, when you're bailing out, you never you bail out on relationships. You never end. You don't end. You don't get to get to the, like the really good part when you've been with someone like a really long time, and they know you better than anyone in the world, and you don't. You know, you have like a connection that literally you don't have with anyone else in the world. And when you're bailing out and like, like I think making decisions based on fear and maybe short-sightedness, you're robbing yourself of that, of the potential of that part too. The, the oh. fun part, the first you know month of hanging out with someone is super fun, and we get addicted to it because there's so much energy flying around. But those later parts, when you've been with someone a while, like a year or two years, where you guys are just so enmeshed in each other's lives and you and you have such a great connection, to, to me is equally as it's, it's great, you
2: know? Well, it's interesting because I feel like I've been in this moment of like, I don't know if it was because of the super moon or the harvest moon, or we had the super moon the other day, and I got very emotional, and I'm a girl, and I believe these things. And uh, I don't know if it was doing super The has been a real
4: slut because it's been happening like once a month.
2: The super moon, yeah, it's been out of control. Too many super moons. And then somebody threw in the idea that it was a harvest moon, and I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I don't know what's happening. But I got very yeah. emotional the last, like, you know, the last my entire life, but the last few days or whatever. And uh, I, I don't even know what my point is right now. But I, I I'm just, I'm, I'm just thinking about all. I time.
4: think the point to remember is you got very emotional, which I'm not saying you shouldn't get emotional. But decisions made while being emotional, routinely, not the best.
1: Not the best. You gotta the revisit
4: best. the things. You gotta revisit those things. Our, our brains, like you, have often told me, like you're smart. I'm totally, like I'm not a dumb person. I have made the wrong decision like millions of times. So e- is even a smart brain, when you when you involve emotions, dopamine starts flying around, and you, we all make the wrong we make the bad call. It's made out of fear. It's made out of like things that happened to us in our past that have nothing to do with our present situation, and that's and, it, and, and things get confused. And I think it's just you got to take a minute, look at look at the situation as objectively as you can. Involve other people. Talk to your friends. And be like, hey, I'm, am I, like, out of base and thinking this is a bad thing? And they'll be like, uh, yeah, you are a little. You're overreacting. But we get yeah, in our so own like, heads. You, you and I are very the- similar. We get in our own heads. We spin out. We make a million decisions. We do. It's like an intellectual exercise where we're just like, what's the worst-case scenario? i got to get out of this. i got to figure it out. It's like both of us should just sit there, do nothing, and just be calm. And everything will work itself out. But like when we just when we get in our heads and decide we have to do something, that's when we are fucked.
2: Oh God, well, I guess because of the super moon and whatever I'm going through right now, my own relationship and stuff like that. And I won't get into it because I want to be somewhat respectful of, of whatever of the guy that I'm dating. But like recently, I've been forced to kind of go, huh? We're fighting. Am I happy? Is he happy? Will this get better? What would it mean to be single? What are you? What am I losing? What do I? What am I going to miss out on? Could this get better? Why am I feeling this way? Am I acting out of fear? All these things. So I, I've, and so I have been reaching out to my friends and talking to them about what I'm going through because I'm in this moment of like kind of searching and really, really trying to take responsibility, also, and go, God, can I work through this? Like, can I stop this like behavior that, that I know that I'm bringing to the table that's not working for this person? Um, yeah. But I also have this thing about me where I don't know if you do this too. And I'm sure a lot of people do it who are listening. I have the habit of telling everybody, like anybody who'll listen, like the barista, at Starbucks, all my girlfriends, every person that crosses my path what I'm going through, and I'm trying to like not do that anymore because I feel like it it will pass. The problem will pass. <clears throat> it, that will that will all just confuse me more and then all of a sudden everybody's aware of the only the negative stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And so that's like a habit I'm trying to break. But also, but I have been like reaching out and I've, I've been getting like interesting kernels. And this is for anybody out there who's going through like a potential breakup or just a, a rough patch with whoever they're dating. But like I've been getting these fun sound bites and kernels of knowledge from people where they're like, yeah, like when everything's great and you're dating someone, everything's great, that's all great. But then when there's an issue and there's some kind of hurdle – uh, that's what makes it a relationship because you got to, if you can get past yes. it, you know what I mean? Because that is real life. You know, that's what makes it, it's not always to be like, wee, No.
4: There was like an interview with Jeff Bridges and he was talking about, they were like, you've been with your wife a really long time. And he goes, yeah, yeah, I have. And he's like, is that hard? He goes, no. He goes, yes, you know, there's rough patches, but when it like gets a little hard or things aren't going well, that to me is a time where you just lean into it and are like, okay, what is this about? And it's almost like in a weird way when, when, when you're going through a rough patch, it can also i think be an opportunity to where like if you get through it at the end of that when it gets good again it's almost like a whole new relationship cuz you like figured it out you're like oh we figured out how to go through this and now we know a little more about each other and how we even go through that you get you got to learn a bunch of new things about the person you thought you knew entirely so you, it's like a new it's like a renewal and the people i know have successful marriages they literally someone literally said to me, like yeah, sometimes you're in love with them, and sometimes you're not. But like, it—the okay. nice thing is, it always comes back.
2: That's, and I, I think something I'm noticing is, I asked myself, I said, God, if I want to get to the other side of, of us you know, fighting with whoever my my boyfriend is, or will be, or was, or whatever. Right now, I just thought, how, how do I, what can I do, like, to to make it better with this person I'm dating, and and it, it, it involve it involve it involves uh, I know, I'm stuttering, it involves just letting go like letting letting all the anger go like just yeah. stopping even even if all these bad things happen even if things were not fault even if he did say things or you know whatever it's like well okay yeah but that's all done with and now you're holding on to the anger and that only like is eating my stomach and insides alive and it'll, it'll only make for more fights and if the goal is to yeah. move forward then can I just let all that anger go because I would just be doing the relationship and my inside such a service and the other person in the relationship such a service? So that's such a huge thing. Can I do that? At least I know I should. It's very hard.
1: It's,
4: letting it's go hard. is very hard, but once once you get better at it, it it makes it so you make better decisions in, in any direction, whether it's about ending something or not ending something. It's the holding on to all that shit that makes it just impossible to make the right calls because none of that shit has anything to do with like today. It's all just old crap. And the minute you it's let all true. that disappear, you be, you just make better decisions.
2: Well, and then also in that, in that lesson, if I can master that lesson with this person, even if the relationship I'm in doesn't work out, at least that will help with the next relationship I'm in. Not like I'm trying to – I'm already gearing up for my next relationship at all, but I'm just saying, like, it's a, it'll help me with friends. It'll help me with anger that I have for people that I don't like who are just, like, people I know in my life that I'm like, oh, I have all this anger towards them. What if I run into them at Whole Foods like, oh God they're at Whole Foods, I hate this person and you can just go, Oh, well, I don't. I can I've learned how to let anger go. It's just uh, it's no big deal. It's just like a less a life lesson in general. If any of that makes sense, I'm rambling. But anyway. Yeah. Um yeah, I think I need I think I need to have dinner with you. So we can I can actually Maybe. talk about the details of my life. Let's do it. Okay. Um
3: God, what else? So matches of sex. Thank you for <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh my god! So like, I'm, like, what was, I'm like, what would most what like Ferguson do? All right, if he's not doing it anymore,
3: oh, what would Conan do?
2: Okay, wait. Is there anything else you want to add? Did you have a good time tonight? Do you feel like you saved lives?
4: I I I feel like uh I feel like maybe I helped a little. I did have a great time. You know, I enjoy talking to you as often as I can. And yeah, if I don't have anything else to plug, everyone knows I'm on. You you said masters of sex now eleven times. They're all very cognizant.
1: No. <laughs> there
4: are three episodes. There are like th- I believe there are three episodes left in the season, and I'm in all of them, so please and uh, fuck with me on Twitter, Kev- at Kevin G. Christie.
3: He said it all. I was
2: going to do it all for you, but you did it yourself, because you probably know it all better than I do anyway. So, uh, all right. Well, okay. I, you have to promise you'll be a guest on Boy Crazy Radio again, and that you'll take next dinner. Well, I will take guests in there. This is the best day of my life. Everybody, thank you so much. Uh, uh, in, in spirit, uh, say goodbye to Kevin. Give him a hug uh, over, over the interweb or whatever. Anyway, thanks to Kevin Christie for being on the show. Uh, everybody, you can tune in to Boy Crazy Radio next Wednesday and every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Same place. Blah, blah, blah. Yakish Makabee. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at I'm Boy Crazy. And subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. And uh, that's pretty much it. And you know what? I don't care.
3: What everyone else says about you.
2: (laughs) I love you. Oh, on a side note, though, I already fucked up my outro, but I have to say this. Tonight, I'm playing us out with a song uh, that I love that I'm actually addicted to now. Uh, It's called Chandelier. It's by Sia. Have you ever heard of her? Uh, I think you have. I have. I went on a blind date with her. I was actually talking to our audience, Kevin, but what I was going to say was, I set Kevin Christie up on a blind date with Sia. Isn't that exciting? We're still friends. You're still friends? You're probably closer to her than I am now. I can't believe you.
4: I don't see her very often, but when I see her, it's always pleasant.
2: All right. Well, I'm going to play us out with that song. Uh, Kevin, I'm hanging up on you. Go live your life and run for your life.
4: (laughs) All right. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.
2: Jesus Christ. Bye. Um, All right. Here we go. We're having technical difficulty, right? When the whole show was a dream, everything was perfect. Oh, uh, here we go. Chandelier by Sia. Party girls, don't
1: get hurt, can't feel anything. When will I learn? I push it down, I push it down. I'm the one, for a good time call, phone's blowing up. Bring on my doorbell, I feel the love, I feel the love.
4: Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line $36 activation fee. Credit ballot for and plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer random 1716 7218 Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by reward card requires online registration.